Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yield Today with Dallin Canlan. This is episode number 68, talking about three Christmas miracles from different movies, stories, and one from my life. So we did this last year. It was kind of more of like a business style. This one's more of a people-helping-people style. As always, please give the podcast a follow and a review on Apple Podcasts. Helps it grow, and yeah, it helps it reach more people. So thank you for doing that. First of all, we have the story of It's a Wonderful Life. Honestly, this is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. I have to watch this movie at least once a year. There's just such a timeless message with it of self-worth, of just you're good enough as you are. You just got to keep learning and becoming a better version of yourself. And just that you're impacting so many people, you're not even aware of it. George Bailey was living in this town and he thought... He kind of got to the point where he was under a lot of stress and he's like, you know what, maybe my life isn't worth living. And then there's kind of like this conversation that happens in the beginning of the movie that when I was a kid, I had no idea what was going on. Now I realize it's like these two angels kind of talking and everybody and they, one of them, Clarence, gets sent to help him out and kind of helps him see like what is life, what life for everyone else would have been like if he had never been born. And this movie has gotten me to ask myself that question a lot of times And it's always a humbling thing to think of like people that I've helped or that have helped me. And it's just kind of crazy. I just love this story so much because he's clearly doing really well. Everybody has high hopes for him. He has great potential. And then he slowly just kind of is struggling. And then this kind of thing that kind of breaks the camel's back happens. I'm not going to spoil it. But then he ends up, you know, bouncing back and, and things work out, you know. So I just really love this story, just how he's able to rediscover himself. I feel like whenever I watch this movie, it's an experience, and I get to rediscover myself a little bit more. I think of somebody else. I remember, you know, there's that one person that I remember helping out, and no matter what, I I help that person, and nothing can change that. Even though it might have been difficult in the moment to rise up and help that person, they will be helped forever, you know, at least in that that instance, and that moment is something they can go back to if they're wondering huh when was a time when somebody reached out to me hopefully that would come up for them so that's the first story just remembering your worth and just how amazing that can be and you obviously lose yourself when you find yourself that's something that george bailey shows a little bit throughout the movie number two is the story of the coat it's a really cool story from the life of heber j grant one of the previous prophets in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the church I'm a part of. But apart from the religion side, I absolutely love this story because he's just a young kid. His mom makes a super nice coat for him, and he just wears it, and he goes outside and has this great time. And they made a video kind of depicting it that I love watching, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. But basically, he goes out about his life just enjoying time, Then he sees this kid who's huddling over this little, you know, grate and he's trying to get warmth from it. And he's kind of staying there with his hands like this. You know, he's trying to warm up just to stay alive. And and Heber J. Grant goes up to him and you're kind of like, what's happening? You know, he walks up to the kid who's needy and clearly Heber's healthier than him. And he takes off his coat and gives it to the kid. And then he gets home and he looks at his mom. His mom's like, where's your coat? And he tells his mom and he, his eyes fill with tears. His mom's eyes fills with tears and he gives her a big hug. And then it shows the story. Well, it shows the kid 
that he helped like with his arms like this holding the coat he's just so glad that somebody reached out to him and it shows this little scripture matthew twenty five forty, and as much as you've done it unto one of the least of these my brethren you've done it unto me so that's just one i really love a lot heber j grant from what i've studied of him he was very able to help out other people and just able to help out himself and having an experience like that of being to help somebody else out I think is so powerful to have as a youth having a memory like that and I've been trying to study more stories like that in the Christmas season because there's many of them they're being created every single day so many of them don't get written down and it's kind of sad think of all the miracles that don't get written down and so they don't get to get rejoy re appreciated you know that joy kind of happens once you know so I'm all about like writing those things down in the moment and so you can relive the emotions at least the good emotions right i like that story a lot just it says a lot about how little how little you need to do to make somebody's life completely different because we all have different needs and who knows maybe they became friends maybe they didn't it's a true story but what's important is that he helped him out and i've had people do that for me in different ways and it always goes a long way and i always do appreciate that And maybe that kid will go on to do that for someone else as well. If anything else, he's much more likely to because it's been done to him and he knows what it feels like. I think that is so crucial, is remembering what it feels like. The final story goes along with something that happened to me around December of 2017. I was with some family and we were driving to Maryland to see some family and I was at the Virginia rest stop, and if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know what story I'm about to tell. It's the story of how I met Jimmy, and basically I was hanging out in a bathroom, and I saw this dude walk in. I was just kind of like washing my hands, and I felt like I should just keep washing my hands and kind of stay there and talk to this dude if I got the chance, and we just had a good talk, and I reached out to him, and we've kept in touch over Facebook, and he just told me that He'd been in the U.S. for a long time and never had anybody treat him with so much kindness as I had done for him. And it's really sad because it really doesn't take any extra money. Any, I mean, it takes time, but really doesn't take much to be kind. It usually takes more time to be mean. That's kind of how I see it, honestly. And today I took some time to call him and we haven't talked on the phone ever. But we just talked and it was it was good just to talk to him. And he just told me about how that experience helped him so much and how he thinks about it and how he really wants to run into me again. And I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I know it's going to happen at some point. It's just amazing because we were laughing on the phone together and just talking. And it's just really cool, you know, this friend that we've nurtured this relationship over Facebook for a long time. And now we get to kind of enjoy the fruits of it a little bit by talking and having this phone call. And his English wasn't the best when I first met him, but it's come a long way and he's graduated from college and yet he still has these struggles and he sees me as being able to help him out in some way. And so for him, it was a comeback of helping him feel loved. I mean, he came to that rest stop to go to the bathroom and that's probably it. I mean, he just felt not very useful and and everything like that, that people didn't like him. And I was just in the way to Maryland and ended up, you know, reaching out to him. 
it's really I think it's a balancing act in some ways. You don't want to give so much that it puts you in a financial problem, a time problem. Those are two different currencies that are very valuable. And one of them you can't get back, which is time. And so you need to be careful with with those things. But at the same time, with Jimmy, I was probably never going to run into him again. And so it was important that I reached out when I did. However, there are some times when somebody's reaching out to you or something and the truth is that person is probably going to keep struggling probably still going to need help and if you feel comfortable with helping them then great but don't give so much that you don't have much to give yourself one really good analogy i guess real quick for this because i love analogies is with lemonade let's say you're pouring some lemonade for somebody we were at my one of my brother's friend's houses and his family last night and they gave us out some lemonade and the thing about a pitcher it can only hold so much and so when you give away all you have in the pitcher you have to refill it if you don't refill it then you are giving nothing and you can't satisfy somebody else with nothing but there's a lot you can do there's a lot more you can give than just currency or time there's also emotions and help and you could give away something you already have that you don't think you need as much anymore. My point being is that your kindness can go a really long way, but you don't want that kindness to be because you feel obligated to, like you have to. You never really have to. You need to, it, it needs to be your choice. And I think that's so hard because you want to be the best person you can be. You want to help everybody, but. I feel like I'm just going on a tangent, but this is something I've really learned in my life. You cannot help everyone. You can help a ton of people and with technology and stuff, you can help a lot more people, but even still, you still cannot help anybody. Think of like the biggest movie star. Think of like the biggest self-development guy, Tony Robbins or whoever you want to think about. They can't help everybody. You choose who you want to help. You got to use your time the best that you can. And then you can help other people make comebacks and not just yourself. If you can't help yourself, it's going to be really hard to be able to help out others. A lot of the times when I'm having a rough day, it's really hard to reach out to people. And sometimes that's when I like do scripture study or pray. And there's a little bit poured into me and it's like, all right, you need to go share this with somebody else. And that's what I do. But sometimes you just got to finish the day, get it done and reinvest in yourself, exercise, go on a walk. Any of those things will re-energize and fill up your cup of life again so you can give back to other people. People don't owe you anything unless you actually owe them money, in which case you do owe them. And yeah, just enjoy being you, keep learning, and help people make comebacks. Christmas is a great time for that. You know, I really wish I could have done more to help people out with this Christmas time but what's important is just that I have that feeling that I want to and you know this upcoming year who knows we can start planning it out today and make those plans but when okay this this is how I'm gonna end this all right if you have this feeling that you have to do something to feel worth it that is like codependency, which I'm reading a book about it right now called Codependent No More, which is honestly really good. My cousin has let me read it, which has been really nice of her. 
You don't want to feel like you have to do something just to get by. That is so unhealthy. And I've I've felt that before. So I really do feel with you if you feel that way. Just continue to do the good that you can. And, you know, at the end of the day, you can't help everybody. So you got to do what you can do. Help who you can help. There's people that you can help. But there's also people that are kind of going to suck you away or might suck your time away from the people that you could help the most. And that's my final thought on the matter. I'm always trying to get better at this, always trying to be more authentic with this podcast without talking your ear off. But as always, I hope it is helpful. The final episode of the podcast this year will be on Thursday, New Year's Eve. I'll be talking about some thoughts on 2020 and our thoughts going into 2021 so with that all said thank you so much for listening and don't forget to yield today and it will be a better tomorrow